I'm Valerie. I'm Ashley. And I'm Jordan. And this is a podcast about the big moments, the small moments, and all the awkward moments in between. First thing that we're going to talk about minor team names um, and just kind of discussing some of them. I ranked them, but you don't have to do that. <laughs> so, Jordan ranked her top wants five. To go first. Go for it. You got the rankings. Okay. Yeah, so the go. The top five that I found were, it was the Macon oh. Bacon, the Savannah Bananas, the Montgomery Biscuits, the Cedar, Cedar Rapid Kernels, and the Akron Arbor Ducks were my top five. Oh. Akron Arbor Ducks. That's interesting. Yes. And I, I saw Poodles as number one, though. But Poodles is a favorite team. Their favorite, favorite team. Yeah. But these places have some really cool stories behind their names. So go for it. I saw, I saw the notes. <laughs> yeah, like I the Savannah them. Bananas had. Let's see, it says that they were the first team to announce that they would be playing with fans in 2020. They also won in a 13-3 victory to become the 2021 CPL champions. So that was cool. Okay. The biscuits are the big mo. It's an orange animal that loves biscuits. Like that's all it is. <laughs> and then they also have Monty, and he's just a big buttermilk biscuit. Blake Snell played for them, Ashley. Oh, I love that. Yes. yes. And then John McGraw played for the Colonels and Mike Trout. Both of them played for the Colonels. Oh, did not so, know that. I thought that was cool. That is pretty cool. And then the Akron Rubber Ducks, the only really big thing I thought was really cool is they had a 30 worst to first turnaround where they finished. So it says after finishing the prior year, 34 and a half games back, they won the next season by eight and a half games. That's wild. Oh. So that is all the facts I have. Now you guys get to talk get about to rank them. To okay. discuss. I am going to start with number five, and I'm going to go with the Hartford Yard Goats. I like goats, and I've done goat yoga so I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that as my reasoning for number five. Yes. Um, I'm also going to go, let's see, let's see, four. Let's do the, mm, let's go Akron rubber ducks because I like rubber ducks and that's my only reason. <laughs> I don't know anything about the team, um, but I like rubber ducks and I'm just going to go with that. Um, three Montgomery biscuits. And I actually know somebody who is from Alabama and I met him actually at a wedding for a mutual friend. And he told me, he's like, you're into minor league baseball. You need to check out the Montgomery Biscuits. And I was like, um, that is the best name. And I love it. And I suddenly really want biscuits and gravy. So mm-hmm. um, they're my number three. Uh, two, Savannah Bananas. You can't go wrong with a nice little rhyme. And I'm actually surprisingly close to Savannah, Georgia. So I think next season I'm going to have to take a trip and go watch the Savannah Bananas play. And I have to stick with number one, my sod poodles. Everyone is just, what's a sod poodle? And I will forever be glad to answer that question. I love the sod poodles. I'm, I'm going to be a sucker for them for the rest of my life. End of discussion for me. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go number one is uh, Sod Poodles because, of course, I will always be a Sod Poodle fan. That doesn't matter where I am or what I'm doing. I will always be a Sod Poodle fan. We have a wall of Sod Poodle stuff. So, love yeah. it. Um, number two, Savannah Banana. Partially, 80% of it is the is their TikToks because they're funny as <laughs> heck. They're, they're just goofy and I love it. Um, and then number three, making bacon because again uh, i like the rhyme i like the rhyme yeah and then good reason montgomery biscuits because biscuits mm. <laughs> and then the rubber ducks the akron rubber ducks that's pretty great that's a pretty cool name <laughs> I, do like love, I do love i do love duckies <laughs> i do love the duckies i like the rubber duckies they're fantastic <laughs> we I love, love them Yes, I do. I do want to say the Sawpitals are my favorite team. I just didn't put them on my list. That's fair. Wow. But I, I mean, if I didn't so much, I think the Sawpitals are fun just because like no one knows what it is. What is a Sawpitals? Everybody asks, what's a Sawpitals? I'm like, well, in real life, they're nothing to be 
celebrated. So yes, they are. They, they are, are not. Cute. They are vermin. They also they, had saw poodles at the game the other night. Sally didn't I saw game. that. Ugh. I was yeah. so was sad I didn't get to go. Did you guys see the picture of Ruckus holding the sod poodle? Yes. yes. <laughs> so cute. But to answer the age-old question, what is a sod poodle? It is supposedly an Old West slang term for a prairie dog. Yeah. And not Ruckus, a single farmer or rancher likes them. Listen, just because they break cows' legs. Yeah. And horses. <laughs> but honestly, though, Ruckus is the best mascot. He's the no. cutest. Hands down. Yes. Hands down. He is until He's you just... imagine him, like, chasing you down. <laughs> Have you watched him on, like, when the kids are on the bases? That is hilarious. It's honestly. scary as crap. And all the kids go bunny in terror. <laughs> I love it. That's what makes it funny. It's this is fantastic. why I should not. Like this I have is why I shouldn't be a parent. About no, it. you do not. <laughs> no, I really do. And they're day, they're daymares. They're daymares. <laughs> daymares. Ruckus is awesome. I remember that one time he dumped a bucket of popcorn on my head. Yes, he did. He did. This year's Ruckus is definitely probably the better of the two Ruckuses, though. He's oh, he is. This year. He is. He is sassy, and I love yep. it. Love it. Ruckus Very personable with fans. And, we, and we've got Frisco next week, too. And he, he messes with their team, and they mess back. Yes. Like, send me videos. Will do. Yes. Shut like, up. Does he really? Yes. Yes. And they no, throw buckets of water at him. Yeah, buckets and bottles <gasps> of water. Yes, it's fantastic. Oh, that's incredible. Yes. It is great. They brought, what, he he took a sign out there as, like, kids at play. Yes, he put a little, <laughs> like, slow kids at play and stuck it in front of them while they were warming up. I when when mascots are cheeky like that to the other team and the other team is cheeky right back I think that is like one of my favorite moments of minor league baseball and I I don't even think it's just minor league baseball because there was that one uh where oh gosh who was it it was I think it was blooper I think or whoever oh gosh it may have been the either it was the Astros mascot or that's that's orbit oh maybe it was orbit it was either orbit or blooper the um phillies mascot one of the two yeah it is blooper but they went up to manny machado when he signed that 300 million dollar contract with the padres they went up to him and they're like oh yeah everyone is signing this piece of paper for me so he like whoever the mascot was but pointed to a specific spot on the the big rectangular cardboard thing and so he signs it and he takes off the cover and he signs a $300 million check to the mascot. So it was just, it was really <laughs> funny. And Manny Trotter was like, oh my gosh, I have to pay $300 million to this mascot. It was just, it was a classic mascot yeah. moment. That, that's, I love pretty, it. That's actually pretty cool. I think, yes. I would bet it was blooper. I think it was blooper. Yeah, I believe that that would have been like all over my Facebook or Instagram because I follow the Stros and that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, Orbit is all over their page all the time, so. Ooh, there was an honorable mention. I did not put it in my top five. Oh. But the trash pandas, <gasps> I just liked. Yes. So it's actually, it was, they were named that because of their association with the space industry. And because of the determination and ingenuity of raccoons. That's I why didn't name the trash pandas. I really didn't think that that was why they named it. That is me news either. to me. Well, that's on Wikipedia. I don't know. I mean, that's what Wikipedia said when I looked it up because I'm a nerd. Unless someone changed it. No, but... Rocket City, is that Houston? No, it's in Florida, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoops. I'm getting like where the trash pandas are from. Yeah, the only, um, let's see, minor league is the Sugarland Skeeters, I think, is oh, the only yeah. minor league in, near the Houston. Triple tri- A Astros. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. City. in madison alabama oh alabama alabama but they're a minor league for the angels oh okay wild okay so double a or high a it says they are the double a south okay. and double a affiliate okay so double a affiliate of los angeles angels thought they were double a do the Angels have the Dodgers? Um, do the Los Angeles have the Angels and the Dodgers? Yeah. Anaheim Angels. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's LA. Oh. It's LA Angels. They're in Anaheim, but. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, no one remembers the Angels because everybody's all about Dodgers, but we're not going to go on that rant again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we can pass that. Yeah, we're going to just bypass that. <laughs> um, yep, I'm pretty boring when it comes to the names. That's all I really came up with. But we that was have pretty some great. Other topics to talk about. Too. Yeah, we can move on. You want to talk football first? Since, talk football, let's talk football. Since yes. It's, it's been happening this week. It has happened. It has started. Okay, so Ashley, you it's actually happened. have to watch the game, right? I did get to watch the game, and honestly, I was very impressed with how the Cowboys played. Granted, it was not the outcome that we wanted, but all in all, the defense looked better than they have previously. Um, Dak's arm, I was – I honestly – I could not have asked for a better performance despite the outcome. I really could not have. Um, I think Zeke was slightly underutilized, but he was utilized in the right way. Um, I think all in all, though, if they had played anybody else, I think they could have won that game. I really do. I really, really do. I think there were some very blatant calls that were missed. But that's beside the point. Um, the end of the game. All of the game. Wow. Yes, <laughs> that was so bonkers. I was mm, not yeah, happy. I was not happy either. But then again, I also look at it and I'm like, um, it's Cowboys. We're not going to get a call. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. Also true. But all in all, though, it was it was actually it was, it was very well done. I was very impressed. I have a lot of hope for the Cowboys this season. It's not a lot of hope, but it was more than I had going into the game against the Buccaneers. Okay, so you're yes. talking hope like, are you thinking we're going to win the NFC East? I mean, considering that currently the Eagles are in first place, no. Um, but I feel like second is where I'm I'm predicting the Cowboys will end up second in the NFC East. Did you see that okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt today? No, I did not. Yeah. Yes, during the game. Oof. I don't know how serious it was. I just saw that he went down. Do you remember what the injury was? Uh, something with his hip, I thought. Yeah, it was his hip. Oof. So, I, I don't know what that says, but Washington, their defense is good, so... Who knows? Hmm. But yeah, he went down. Uh, I, I don't know if he'll be out, but it was a hip injury. So, it said that I think he said at least two weeks. Two weeks, I'm right. Two weeks, I think, is what the post said, but I don't know. Okay, I'd have to verify. We have to fact check ourselves. We're not going to uh, throw out facts if we don't know that they're correct. <laughs> no. So we're going to say we think it was two weeks, but someone would have to fact check us on that. I don't know. We only saw the end, but I was pretty proud of, like, I thought C.D. Lamb looked good and Dak and the defense. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they'll do well. And honestly, Greg Zerline is coming off of a back injury, so I really think they'll either, I think they're going to give him a few weeks to get better. And I also think if he doesn't, they might sign someone else. But I would, I'm not too concerned about him, like, long term. No. Is anyone, anyone holding him in their um... – uh, the fantasy team? Nope, no. He's afraid. Did I look this morning? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, so it doesn't affect us except the Cowboys. But I just was listening to some Cowboy podcasters and like some people that work for the team, mm-hmm. and they were like, they one and the funny thing is, is like half the organization was like, this sucked, everything was bad, and then the other half was like, this was a moral victory, everything is great. And they just mentioned that they might get, like, if it doesn't get better in the next couple weeks, they may get someone just to back him up in case he is still struggling from a back injury. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know, guys. In our league, my bench is doing way better than literally everybody else. My team sucks. Yeah. This week. And it's fine. Not okay. I'm playing Valerie this week, so it's just a wash. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a wash. I'm playing JB this week, and I'm I'm sitting at like I don't know fifty something percent to win, fifty eight percent, and that's about it. <laughs> uh, I was doing great until my afternoon, and then everybody sucked. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, my uh, only saving grace was Travis Kelsey. You want to know what team only scored three points today? The Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious, except I had, uh, well, like, Devontae Adams, I think, and yes. he was projected to give me, like, 15 points. <laughs> I mean, I mean bye, Aaron Rodgers. Goodbye. I've got Lamar Jackson playing as my quarterback. 
and I also have the Baltimore defense this week. So, and they play Las Vegas. So I, I'm feeling relatively confident. I would. Yeah, I know I would. That's a pretty good bet. Yeah, but that's a Monday night game, so we'll see how that goes. I switched my defense last minute. Not a bad choice. I went from the Chiefs to the Jaguars. Woo! No, because they, they had more points projected. No. Oh no, not for the year though. Yeah, no, I know. I was gonna switch it back next week. Oh, okay. But yeah, you better week, you better do that. <laughs> well, me and Valerie were like neck and neck, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna switch it last minute, kind of change it up a little bit. Try to trick me. me. <laughs> Never gonna get me. We were I'm playing my mother-in-law in the game, and I've got my phone oh, like yeah. turned to the side where she can't see it. Like, well, like I can't see what <laughs> is going on her on her team anyway. Right. <laughs> I'm playing my mother-in-law in the other league that I'm in, and I'm I'm sitting on 83% chance to win, and it was not looking good for me for a while because freaking Tom Brady kept throwing to Gronk, and he scored like 25 freaking points. Gronk did? Yeah. Gronk had 25 in fantasy, and I was just like, you've got to be freaking kidding yeah, me. See, he sucked last year. I I know, I know, because I had him last year, and for two games I got zero points out of him. So I dropped him in the middle of the season because I'm not, I was not putting up with it. So of course, first game of the season, he's putting up 25 points against my like. Oh, I was not happy. So of course I'm ranting. (laughs) I think we did. (laughs) He was that bad. He was bad. I want to say Warren was bad too. It was like a fair. We were like, it's fair trade. Yeah. Yeah. That's not worth it. Did you guys watch any other NFL games today? No, you guys went to the baseball no, game. Why am I asking? Baseball. Um, I was gonna watch the uh, the Browns game when I got home, but then the Rangers were playing, so I watched the Rangers instead because they were doing well. Oh, that's good. And that's rare. So. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Is no yeah. When you get a chance to see a shooting star, you watch it. <laughs> hey they've been doing good they have no they have actually I joke, funny. but they've been doing well the Yankees have been sucking ever since they took Gallo away maybe maybe Joey was bad luck charm maybe he nope. broke too many mirrors nope I'm not saying he's a bad guy I'm saying maybe he broke too many mirrors as a child maybe I'm I don't know I'm still not sold on him being bad <laughs> it's I'm not his fault the Yankees being just sucky people in life that, I mean why. I agree but is what it is yeah, yeah so that's <laughs> that's about it on yeah. the sports front we just haven't got to watch a lot except solid poodles yeah. which i mean friday and saturday were fantastic yeah good saturday was fantastic except i'm sitting there also halfway halfway during the game stressing between the tech tech game that they tried to lose and <laughs> watching our our team go go off i'm like okay i'm stressed on one end happy on the other this is a very weird day for me oh not okay. I had to watch me be stressed about a game that wasn't even stressful, but I made it stressful because <laughs> I'm competitive and I wanted Alabama to shut them out. <laughs> but they let them score twice. I mean, it was their yeah. third string quarterback in, but they let them score. So I was pissed. Yeah. And Woof. I was pacing and not happy. Not being nice. <laughs> but it made me happy because Saban came on after the game. It was just like, we were trash. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk about trash this week when it comes to college football. Didn't bring that up. Nope. I am, nope. I am heartbroken. I'm sorry. I'm devastated. It's one week. Fact... It's one week. It's one week. Listen, they went, from the beginning number three, of the they went from number three to number nine in one game. It's also at the beginning of the season. That'll exactly. bounce back super quickly, especially for you guys. Then it was against Oregon. That's okay. You have time to come back. It's you, it, when you play someone like that that early, like they will forget about that at the end of the season. It's college football. It's not NFL. They'll forget about it. Trust me. It was Seen fun it to watch them do the push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do like watching the duck do the push-ups. I do like Listen, it. Listen, I, mm-mm, mm-mm, <laughs> I, Mark, I, I had to leave the room at one point and do the dishes because I was that mad and stressed out. I believe about that. the game. I believe that. That was that was a rough game. Was it rough. really was. And I <sighs> So I I had low expectations going in because we had a freshman quarterback and redshirt freshman I should specify. Redshirt freshman quarterback. Yeah. And I was very unsure with how the defense was going to be. I really was. I was just like, I don't know how this is going to go and the defense just completely sucked it up. Just absolutely 
atrocious. Yeah. And the offense for Oregon could tell every single play that was going to happen. And so there's like, oh, well, they're going to do this. So we're just going to do the opposite. So like it. Ugh. Yeah. I'm just heartbroken. Yeah. It's fine. Right. You got plenty. They got plenty of time to fix it. Yeah, I know. They but they play Tulsa last next week, so it's not really going to be a quality win. Yeah, well, just don't lose it. Every win is a quality win. There's no such thing as not a quality win. After, when it comes okay, to college football playoffs, that's, yeah, that's college true. football that's is all about strength of schedule, and that's basically it. Except true, unless true, you're Clemson true. or Alabama. Yeah, and then your strength of schedule is you are you who you are. Yes. Honestly, but Ohio State kind of has that too. Right. But when Clemson goes from number three to number six, or sorry, excuse me, number two to number six after playing a ranked Georgia, after, you know, what was the final score? 10 to three or something like Uh that. And they only dropped four points or four four spots. And we lose by a touchdown in a high scoring game and drop six spots. Yeah, but you're still there is some favoritism. Barely. Okay. I don't really want to hear that because heck, when I was going there was in the top 10 and lost to a ranked OU, a highly ranked OU and dropped almost to the bottom of the list. Okay. That's not cool. Yeah. I really feel like with the additions, I feel like the, with the additions of the new teams to the big 10 and of course, and in retrospect, the, the SEC, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's going to be a, a slight ranking shift for lack of better words i feel like cincinnati coming into the big 10 byu coming in or big 10 excuse me big 12 byu coming in the big 12 i feel like there's going to be all these huge schools coming in and i feel like either a couple of things could happen either the playoffs expand to i would i would hope at least 16 teams for the playoff yeah or Or the rankings are going to be that much more picky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and even I've said it before, like an eight and like an eight eight uh, team playoff would be fine too, because you could get all of the conference champions in there, and then your uh, a wild couple card. of extras. Yeah. And your wild cards, like but that's no. okay too. It, the four team just doesn't. It doesn't really cut it. Do it. It really doesn't. It really doesn't do it. it. Doesn't do justice for everybody yeah. else. It really doesn't. And then, like, of course, you know, UCF, who will be joining the Big 12, mm-hmm. is going to go into the Big 12 being like, we're national champions. I'm like, okay, technically, no, you're not because you didn't win. Just because you were undefeated doesn't make you a national champion. Yeah. But they also did not get the chance to prove it because of the four playoff format. Yeah. Or four, yeah, four spot playoff format. So we'll see. It's possible. I don't know. There's a lot of um, renovation that needs to be done in the cfp uh, yeah. or cfb excuse me i can't speak today yeah no you're good <laughs> they're working on it i appreciate that they're trying like and they're they're trying to make it more fair yes little by little i mean now they at least have a 14 play i know valerie's gonna be a dirty little over here but <laughs> never fair as long as there are votes it's never fair yeah, i feel like it's fair but there's only there's only so much you can do with college football with that many teams yeah, I think it was my yeah. favorite college football moment this whole weekend. Oh, God. When Saban was like, it's not our quarterback. It's like, literally, they interviewed, and they're like, what could they have done better? He's like, the quarterback could do zero things better. It was everybody else that sucked, and it made my day. <laughs> well, there you go. Because he was just like, I blame the laws on everybody else. He played his heart out. There's nothing else he could do. Yeah. <laughs> and then just, yeah. I just love his, his way of talking. Oh, no, he's very straight to the point, and I do appreciate that about him. Also true. Yeah. I have a fun game for us. Okay. Okay, okay so Ashley, tell everybody what, yeah. kind of, what Enneagram type you are and explain your Enneagram type. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure Jordan and I are the same. We are no, both. we're not. We're, you did it again? Uh, no, I just, I just, I mistyped. So go ahead and say what you're I am an Enneagram two wing three. And basically, my Enneagram is the helper, and I'm very much um, the type that puts others' needs before my own, which is a blessing and a curse. Um, A lot of my personality has to do with making sure that other people are taken care of. It's very much the the host of the group. Yes. 
Very, very good explanation of your type. You want me to go next, Valerie? Yes. Okay. So I thought I was a two wing three, but then the older I've gotten and like the more situations I've been in and analyzed, I'm a three wing two. Oh. And so very competitive. I'm, I have a hard time with failure. I guess it's more, not as much competitive as I, I can't stand failing people and I can't stand failing things. And it's more like I have a hard time processing between um, achievement and love. And so that's kind of the three is just more, I feel like I have to achieve and succeed everything. Like I have to win things. And I do have that two wing like you, but I just feel like my three is so, it's more strong than my two wing. Right. So that's kind of the Enneagram three wing two. And then Valerie's going to talk about hers. I'm an Enneagram eight wing seven. So I'm fantastic, but um, (laughs) I'm the challenger. (laughs) And so um, I had to go get the book because let's be real. Eights are not really good with their feelings. So we're, we're not always in touch with everything, but um, so I am often uh, blunt or um, what some people who don't know me would um, say aggressive, but I'm not aggressive. <laughs> I'm just honest. Uh, <laughs> I uh, tend, I, I tend to feel pe- things out and feel people out before I trust them really in my inner circle. Like these two girls, they're in my inner circle. Okay, so yeah, I have to do the aggressive play. I just wanted to explain our types because that's gonna kind of play into our game. So mm-hmm. I have some questions from the Enneagram and I want to see how different types answer the question. First question is, how do you want people to celebrate your birthday? <sighs> like what's your ideal birthday? What's your ideal birthday? Okay, low key but out. Like, I don't want to stay at home all night type thing. I want to be able to go out and enjoy whether it's like a new restaurant or something outdoorsy, but not super outdoorsy. Like I want to be able to look cute and take cute pictures, be with my friends, you know, stuff like that. Very, but very low key at the same time. I don't want like thousands of balloons and, you know, 10,000 people at the birthday party. Like I, like my, my core people and that's about it but I still want like you know the cute pictures I want to feel semi-influencer-y for lack would of you words. ever ask people <laughs> to throw that for you no <laughs> okay. so wait do you expect your people to know to throw that for you yes okay just curious <laughs> and I told Mark that I was like he was like what do you want to do for your birthday and I said you decide <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't care. You decide. And he did. He did. He he picked a nice restaurant that I have never been to that was still really cute. And he took a couple of pictures of me. And I did ask for at least some pictures to be taken. And I was very particular about those pictures. And mm-hmm. yes, one of them did involve confetti. Um, You're welcome. But I, I still made sure that he planned everything. I didn't want to plan my birthday. I feel like it's selfish if I do that. Okay. <laughs> Valerie, do you want to go next? Or me you go for it. Okay, so with my birthday, my big thing is, like, I'm not going to make you make a big deal about it, but my most important people, like, I want you to make a big deal about it. I'm probably not going to ask you, however, I have learned, especially, like, if I am in a relationship with you, I, like, and it's going to hurt my, I've learned if it's going to hurt my feelings for you not to, I'm going to be very specific and tell you. You need to do something. I'm not telling you. It's kind of like the same as you. I'm like, I'm not telling you what to do, but I need you to do something and acknowledge it because it will hurt me if you don't. Right. So like my ideal birthdays have been either A, when someone took off the day like and surprised me and spent all day with me. It wasn't about what we did. It was just spending the day. Or B, like every time my friends have made it a point to like just get together and be there. Yep. And you guys are like the most awesome birthday friends. So shout out. Woo. Right. Okay. Um, I like to plan my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I don't really, honestly, most of the time I don't care what I do, but like, it just depends on how I'm feeling at that moment. Like there may be a new restaurant that's come out that I want to go to, or, you know, I want, or or there's, you know, a sporting event that's happening on my birthday that I want to go to. Honestly, if it's a sporting event, yeah. That's one of my favorite birthdays, actually, is going to the Tech game on my 21st birthday, and they beat OSU. It was beautiful. But 
that wasn't necessarily planned by me. That was planned by, you know, Texas Tech because they love me. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, like a sporting event or like a nice restaurant or just something where I can get together with like my closest friends. But I do like, I don't mind planning my own birthday. I really don't mind at all. Like, I'll, I'll just be like, okay, this is my birthday. This is what we're doing. And y'all just show up. Yeah. Like, I'm perfectly fine with that. Now, I will add that if there is a sporting event on or near my birthday, I will do that. Like 2019, you guys made it my best birthday weekend because I went to ba- I went to a baseball game every single day. And it was yes. awesome. But we also still went to Crush and had some nice drinks and cocktails and got cute and stuff. So it was, it was best of both worlds. See, my birthday never falls on any good sports. So that's yeah. something I'm a little bit That's true. About. So I'm hoping I get engaged or married around Your sports birthday. time. No, yeah. uh, sports times. That way I can celebrate sports that way. <laughs> 10 there. out of 10 would recommend. Yep, that, that's, that's the goal there. Yeah. So since my birthday didn't work out. Okay. Anything else on birthdays? No. Okay. I, my birthday was a week ago or over a week and a half ago. And it was great. I'm, I have joined the 30 club. Yay. Woo. Confetti and all. Okay, what is most important to you when you're in a relationship? It can be friendships or, like, romantic relationships. Either way. Okay. So, romantic relationships, my top thing is communication. Always. Always, 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 always. And, of course, I marry a broadcaster, right? So, you would think that his top thing is communication. It is not. And I have had many an argument with him about how he needs to be better with communicating. Whether it's just be, like, texting me. Or, you know, giving me a call when he's out of town. just like, hey, just checking in. How are you? Everything like that. I like having that communication. It's not necessarily me being, like, needy. It's just wanting to make sure he's safe. And making sure that, again, I, I don't want to feel like I'm forgotten or unappreciated or whatever. It's, it's that, that two feeling that I don't want to feel, like, unloved, for lack of better words. So communication when it comes to like romantic relationships. Yeah, when it comes to friendships, I will have to go with authenticity. I can't stand fake people. And I, I to, to their face, I'll be like, oh, ha, 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 that's cool, whatever. But behind their back, I'm going to be sitting there like, that was the most blatant lie I've ever heard in my entire mm-hmm. life. Like, I want someone to be like genuine. And that's what I love about you guys is because your, your emotions are so genuine that it makes me appreciate you guys that much more. So, yeah, communication for romantic relationships, authenticity for friendships. Okay. Go for it. Um, so, for me, I guess my romantic relationships, it would just be clearly defined expectations and boundaries. Like, I need to know what you're going to be able to do for me and what you're going to be able to handle and then turn around and I have a list of things, like not a list of things, but like, I need to know that you're going to call me every night or like, I need to know what to expect. I don't want a surprise. Um, you're going to change the way you feel in six months. Like I just need consistency. I don't want you to be real high and low, just consistent. So that's like romantically consistency. That's in fact, I call it like, the best way to describe it is like the Alex Smith of relationships. Like, <laughs> I don't need you to be exciting. I don't need you to be anything. I just need you to be who you are all the time. And I can rely on that. Um, and for friendships, I guess it's just knowing, like, my friends. I Knowing that my friends aren't going to go away um, if things get hard. Or, like, when I'm in a bad place. And, again, that's probably what solidified our friendship a lot for me was when my mom was sick. Like, I just... I need people that I know when I am in my worst place, they're not going to go away. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So I guess, okay. In relationships. And it's, I mean, it's something I struggle with too, but it's communication and honest communication, not just like the little things here and there. Like I need you to tell me what is going on. Like if if you aren't feeling this great, just tell me if you're feeling it like awesome. Like, but I need you to communicate openly, like not just little haze here and there. Like I need you to be like, Hey, look, something like we haven't gotten together in three weeks. What's going on? Because I will be that person where I have a million things that I need to get done in my, or feel like I need to get done in my own life because I've been alone for a while. And so I have a million things I need to do and I'll forget to text you for three or four days. And I need you to be the person that says, Hey, 
why haven't you texted me? Why haven't we gotten together? Why? I need someone to sit there and be like, hey, am I an important part of your life? Because Mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, yeah, you are an important part of my life. I just straight up got busy. But, and then... Yeah, be, be be willing to call me on my crap too, because I will do that stuff. I need stuff, but I need someone who calls me on it. Like I need that, and honestly, that's in both friendships and relationships. I need people that will call me on my crap whenever I start acting up and acting like an idiot. It's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of times. It's not a lot of time. Sometimes. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, my my friendships, I. I really appreciate people who are real with me and who don't, when I, when I'm at my worst, I can tend to push everyone away and be mean and spiteful and angry and people who are willing to sit there and tell me, okay, what happened? (laughs) Just sit there and make, sit there and make me feel what I'm feeling because nine times out of 10, 10, when I'm angry, it's because something made me sad earlier <laughs> because I don't yeah. like being sad. So I just go straight from sad to angry. <laughs> like, mm, I feel no, that. we're going to switch emotions because this is not okay. And I need someone to sit there and be like, okay, wh- what made you upset today? What really happened? Okay. I don't want to yeah. talk about it. Yes, you do. Talk about it. <laughs> yep. And y'all, honestly, y'all are really good about that where it's like, okay, something's up. <laughs> What's going on? What's your problem? What's your problem, boo? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else on that? No, that's it. That's oh, yeah, this one is kind of weird. So, like, either A, we may have to cut it, or B, y'all might be able to interpret it, because I know that we sent this out. Mm-hmm. How do you attend events differently than other types? And I think it's more like, like how do you act in a gathering differently than everybody else because of your type? Okay. So as as the that's the two in our group my biggest thing is making sure that everyone feels welcome um even if it's like at a sporting event if i if i notice that someone is just not as talkative or if i notice someone that's there that but they're just not like really talking to anybody they kind of feel uncomfortable and and not even at sporting events but like maybe at like a house party or you know um anything honestly that will be the person that i talk to the most every single time without fail unless it's you too obviously um but like I will make sure that that person at whatever event it is has a good time I will go out of my way if that means I have to go like put my drink down go get someone else a drink buy them a drink at a ballpark whatever it is I want them to make sure that they have a good time and I will put, make sure that they enjoy it more than I do Every that time. is fair. I can see that about you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You for sure do that. That is very much an answer. At my own birthday party, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yes. Very uh, true. Go for it. Okay. That's all so you. I think that's, I guess, part of where I realized, A, that I might be a little bit less of a two than I thought. Because I have a hard time. Like, I need to know who my people are in a room, who I can trust in a room. Like, it, it almost sounds eight-ish because, like, I need to know who I can be comfortable with. But at the same time, like, once I've decided I'm comfortable with you, I can be the biggest blast. Like, I – and, and it, I don't necessarily have to know you to be comfortable with you. Like, I just click with certain personalities, and it's like, okay, I can have a blast with you. Um, I have to have some – like, I have to have friends that can be competitive with me and that kind of stuff. And – you know, or just be dumb, like just be dumb and silly. And so I think that's my biggest thing at events is looking for the person, probably the most outgoing person I would go or person that I can bring out their most outgoing. <laughs> yeah. Like I need to feel like I can be a dork around you and you're not going to judge me and I'm going to have fun. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. This goes a few ways. Um, so if I know everyone there at an event, if I know everyone there and I know my people, I will cut loose and turn completely 100% into my seven wing. Like I can. What is your willing. seven wing? I don't know what a seven is. Life precisely. of the party. Just okay. Got it. The party. Yeah. <laughs> like I am the person going, okay, who needs another, like, let's do we need more drinks? Do we, do we need another game? Do like, 
Let's call all of our do, friends to come over. Do we want to have a dance party in this room or that room? Like, which one, what are we doing here? Because I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, and then, or, I, but then, like, going to an event, usually it's like, okay, I'm going to make sure that there's enough food. I'm going to make sure that there's enough drink. If the person who's, like, the person who's hosting, like, I, typically, like, I'll text our friends and be like, hey, do we, do we need more drinks? What do I need to bring? Like, okay. And if you say nothing, I'm going to bring uh, everything, some sort of drinks, <laughs> some sort of food, something to supplement whatever it is, because no one's getting hungry on my watch. No one's getting thirsty on my watch. We're all going to have a good time. Like, and I'm going to make sure like that, that, that bar is going to be stopped and you're going to be good. And I'm going to leave it there. If we go somewhere, I'm leaving it there because I'm not taking it home. You can just have it. It's yours. But that that's me. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have a lot of fun, but I'm also going to make sure everybody else is taking care of like everybody else has the opportunity to have the most fun too. They have to take it upon themselves to do that, but <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I will make sure you make it home too. Like everybody's making it home safe. That is, Oh my gosh. That yeah. is the most accurate thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Side oh. note. And you can keep this in if you want. Um, there was one night I went to a Halloween party with my coworkers and I got a, a little more intoxicated <laughs> than I was anticipating. And I literally called Valerie at, mm-hmm. I don't know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I was like, oh I, I mean, I was, I was not like in a moody drunk type of way. I was no. very happy and giggly. <laughs> and I was like, hi, I cannot drive. Please come get me. And she did. She uh-huh. dropped everything and took me home. And yeah. it was just, it was just the nicest thing. Cause I was just like, I need a ride. And she's definitely the one that I, I felt like I could call in that moment, be the okay. least judged by. And <laughs> yeah. she was able to take me home. Yeah. I ain't ever going to judge anybody for that. I'm like, Oh no, you called. Congratulations. <laughs> you win the lottery. Like, yes. <laughs> like you didn't drive home drunk. Like you, you win the friend lottery. <laughs> Yay. That is fair. Like, yeah, no. I'm not going to let people drive home drunk because I've made that stupid mistake multiple times because college was an experiment. She'll also like an idiot. For the most part. You get home as fast as she can get you there. Yeah. Yeah. We like. How do you decide on like big decisions in your life? What are the factors that contribute to making big decisions? Ooh. um, That's a hard one, honestly. I, I feel like I am the type that will look at all of the possible outcomes, good and bad, and just figure it out from there. I don't, I think it's not one is like, oh, this is the one good outcome that's going to be. So I'm going to take it. It's more like there is like a 50% chance that this could be good or bad, or this could happen, or this could happen. I look at every scenario and I make a big deal out of it. It's a horrible thing. Um, I, I overanalyze a lot. Um, I, also think about the um like how this will impact other people like when I moved to Minnesota how is this going to impact my family how is this going to impact my work life how is this going to impact my dog who's never left the state of Texas um I took everything into consideration and before I moved I had a very big sit down with my parents and was just like how do you guys feel about me leaving it wasn't my decision it was how is this going to impact everybody else and I feel like that's my biggest thing when making life decisions is how, what's the impact going to be if I were to remove myself or do something different in a big way. Okay. What about you? I know. I know. I'm the one that said like, let's do this. I'm not even sure. Um, (laughs) I can go. I think when I have, like, I know that I'm, I have a hard time doing things that I might fail at. So like, if I think that it's going to be a big risk that isn't going to pan out, then that's where I've been trying to work this year um, is like, if it's a big risk and I'm not sure if it's going to pan out, like deciding if the risk is worth the big decision, like is a new job worth putting myself out there and getting rejected is try- the relationship going to be worth losing. I don't know how to describe it, except is it worth getting into to lose something for any decision job, any, or even personal, just, Am I okay if I lose it? Okay. That's it. Fair. Yeah. That's the decision. <laughs> um, my decision-making skills, it depends on what it is. If it's 
like financial and it's something that I want to make sure that I'm making a good investment in, then I will, I'll sit down and take a look and do some research and uh, figure that out. But once, you know, I've done my research, I, I know exactly what I want. So it's usually between two or three things. Usually I give myself a choice of two or three things. I go and look at it and done. That's typically my decision-making on the like big purchases and stuff like that. Um, other like big decisions, like life decisions and things like that. A lot of times I go off of a gut feeling. It's, it's, it, I, I know, I know whether or not it feels right or not. That's fair. Like there's just something in me that I'm like, okay, you know what? This feels like I need to go, or this feels like I need to stay. Like I can't, it was four years ago now. Um, got out of a relationship and decided, you know what? I'm going to move. I'm going to move. I'm going to go to Colorado. I've been wanting to go to Colorado. I'm just going to move. It'll be fun. Um, thought about it for a little bit and then went that just it, for whatever reason, it just didn't feel right. So like, as soon as I said it out loud, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not moving because there's something else here. Like I, I need to stay. I don't know why, but I'm that just going to say, and it worked out like it worked out perfectly because I hadn't met y'all yet and it was fantastic. But any other time, like moving for me, not a big deal. I moved uh, from Lubbock to Houston on a whim. Moved from Houston to Philly on a whim. Moved back from Philly to Houston on a, well, not completely on a whim. Um, kind of on a, I got to get back to Texas. But mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. I mean, most of the time, like even like the big decision to move back up here, like it, I didn't really want to move back up here from Houston, but I, I knew I needed to, and I could feel it. Like those big decisions like that, like anything that involves nothing, anything that's not money, I don't have to research it. it it's just a feeling and I can just do it. Cause I know the people around yeah. me, the, the people around me will be fine no matter what. That's good. Yeah. Okay. All right, the next one? Yeah. Uh, okay. What is the best gift that you could get? Like what, is, hmm. what are really good gifts could receive? that you could receive? Yes. Okay. For like any event. That's, any, like that's any not occasion. My birthday's coming up. I can't give y'all hints. I already got your birthday gift. Okay. Uh, I haven't gotten your birthday gift yet. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Don't care. But you will, I'm not going to send it to you because you're coming out like a week and a half later. So, um, I, for me, the best gift I could receive, honestly, and this is just me being completely genuine, is just quality time. Like, I, I don't, like, yeah, do I want a gift? Of course, everybody wants some kind of gift. But I want, I just want time. You know, I want to have that good, genuine conversation. But if I had to have, like, a physical piece of item, I want something that, like, connects me to that person. Like, for example, Mark and I are very big into Ted Lasso right now. That's our big thing. And he got me two items um, from the, the TV show store from Ted Lasso. Like, it was just I got a mug and a sweater. And that connects us because that's how we bond. He has a Ted Lasso jersey. I have a sweater. So we connect over that. And, like, you guys got me confetti. And we get to play with those when you guys come down here. And I got a nice little tumbler mug. And it's just – Little things like that that make me feel connected to you guys. And I, I, I mean, that's for me, that's what it is. It doesn't need to be extravagant. It just needs to mean something between me and the person giving it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, yeah, I think it's just really anything that makes me feel like special. It's more like how I connect with you. Like if you took the time to think about something that me and you connect on, that makes me feel more special than anything. And it can be something simple. It could be something big. I have some Cowboys earrings that are probably worth $10, $15. And honestly, they're probably more precious to me than if I got diamond earrings. Like, because I know that that was a gift that was purchased out of, I know you. I know that will matter to you. But even like, just, just things that, I don't know, like, y'all, I remember like y'all, made it a point to drop off stuff like just the fact that you came by because you couldn't spend time with me on or even coming to my birthday I think just spending time with me but like I said really the memorabilia like that oh I know that this person knows this about me that you know me 
that's what's most important to mm-hmm. me is that you know me and that you're trying to connect with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite gifts are um, adventures or challenges. If, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm, I mean, it, it, that doesn't have to be anything about a birthday or anything, but like if I'm spending time with you and we're going on an adventure or something new, it's something I haven't experienced before. If it's a challenge, like I love doing that stuff. So that that's the kind of stuff, like I know what, I know you know me and I know you connect with me in that way. Like if you're, you're giving me stuff like that, that it's like either it's an adventure, it's a memory of an adventure we've already had, or if it's a, um, or if it's a new adventure that we're going to go do. I like it. I like it. I like it. I, I also will pay back off the news and say I like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> what do you like to do in your free time or on your day off? Mm, relax. <laughs> um, I like to catch up on Netflix, watch the occasional TV show. Um, if I'm feeling like I need to be outside and get some fresh air, I will go find a trail and go hike it. Awesome. That's it. Good Easy time. peasy. Very- very laid back of you. Yeah. Yep. I like it. What about you, Jordan? Me? Um, I like to get up. I like to go run. I like to work out. I like to read my books. I like to be doing these. I have a problem sitting still. So I like to, once I've, because that's, I like mornings where I can get all of that done because then I can get my me stuff done. And then I like to do something that's like enjoyable for me. So like going to do an activity or spending time with my people is how I like to relax. Like baseball, baseball is huge because I can relax. I can unwind and I still get to spend time with my people. That's, that's a big one for me. So either something spending time with my people, but getting my stuff done Mm -hmm. and feeling accomplished. That's a good one. Okay. Well, this is going to basically piggyback into what I'm doing tomorrow. Um, I like to get my stuff done. I like to, I almost always when I have days off there, sometimes I'll take like a couple hours just to relax and watch TV. But most of the time I'm like, okay, I need to mow, mow the lawn. I need to clean the house. I need to reorganize the cabinet. I need to make sure that I vacuum out the, um, the lint, the drawer, like little things that I don't normally do on just a random like Saturday or Sunday. And so I like getting all the little stuff done that I don't normally get done either during the week or on a normal weekend. Like if I have an extra day, that gives me an extra day to get all of my stuff done so that I can relax with my friends when they're actually off work. You just reminded me that I did not do laundry today. I have laundry <laughs> in, the dr- in the washer. And see, that's the other thing. I will start all of my projects, not always finishing them. <laughs> I feel that. And see, I'm, I'm I will like finish you them that. later. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So I like, like when I'm in, on a, like a slower weekend day or something like that, or even like working from home right now, I'll do laundry during the week instead of on the weekend. So I'm not too stressed on the weekend and I have more time to hang out with people. Um, but like, yeah, I, I like to make sure that my stuff is done like Sundays, make sure everything is clean and ready to go for the week. And I did not do that today. Instead, I chopped off 11 inches of hair. Yay! Oh Yay. my goodness! But it is so cute. Thank you. Like yeah, it was a it's it was awesome. a lot of it's a lot of hair, man. It looks good. That okay, cool. I'll have look to look out of here in a second because I'm okay. But take your time. <laughs> okay, ready for the next one? Yeah. This is your yeah. question, and then okay, so I just have this question, and then we have a question for you, Ashley. Yes. Okay. Um, what does exercise look for you as your Enneagram type? What's your favorite way to exercise? What's your favorite thing to do? For <laughs> I like exercising. <laughs> okay, that, that is an answer. That, that is, is a good answer. answer. Yeah. Okay, but for real though, I I had I did work out today. I did get active. I I burned like 400 calories working out today. So I did something. Um, I prefer minimal cardio, and that's about it. Um, I I I love swimming. Um, swimming and yoga, I think are my top two, but if I don't have like the means to watch a YouTube video for yoga, or I don't have my own flow memorized or something, or I don't have a pool, I will get on the elliptical. I will get on the bike and I'll get on the treadmill and maybe some weights and that's about it. Okay. 
that, that's very fair. That's that's just very chill of you. I just really appreciate that. That is yeah. pretty chill. Um, <laughs> mine is anything competitive. I love running, but like, a we did the uh, so we did that Twin Tower Challenge. Yeah, I saw that. Props to you guys. So when I say um, I'm competitive, so me and Valerie are on the Stairmasters next to each other. And she's like, I think this is going to take us like an hour. So I'm like, nope, it's going to take me 30 minutes. So I bump it up to 10. uh, I'm like, you know what? Those firefighters didn't have water. I throw my water at Valerie and I'm like, nope, I'm doing it the right way. Throw the water. She's like, I wish we had gear. (laughs) Jeez. That is like, that is where I'm saying I think I get competitive because like, see, I, man, I wish I could have done that. Like I, I see all these people doing that on 9-11. I'm just like, you know what? Props to you. Good for you. I'm not doing it. No, no. And I think it's all what you enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy it. Like, and that's the thing is like, um, I like burpees. Valerie doesn't. I hate burpees. I did. Burpees and I, are thought the I, worst. I thought I made her mad. You did. I did. I made her mad. I had to apologize. <laughs> What'd you do? I, I told her, let's do burpees. And we did burpees. Oh. And then afterwards, she was like, it's the thing I hate the most in the world. Literally, I, the exercise I, I hate the worst. Because there's no purpose. It is only cardio. Let's be real. It there, is. It's only cardio. It Sorry, is. I'm done. Anyways, mine is cardio. Um, and I really like being competitive. And so like, if I'm by someone at the gym, um, that's how I got my under 10-minute mile splits about two years ago. Was I was running nice. with people that ran under 10 minutes. So I was like, all right. <laughs> Let's go. I'm not going to lose. So, all right. Valerie's going to tell us about hers. Um, I like lifting weights and I build my own workout programs because I don't like any of the others. Um, so I like building my own workout. Like, and I can, <laughs> I currently have five right now that I'm doing. Um, I can combine the legs and booty workout and the arms and shoulder workout. It hurts like hell but if I can only get three workouts in a week then that's fine but um I'm actually about to revamp it anyway and add core on the end of all of them so nice good luck um but yeah no I like seeing not just how much I can lift but how much stronger I can get on a weekly basis and so it's not necessarily just it's not necessarily just weight the amount of weight sometimes it's okay can I hold can I press this and then hold it for a minute for for like for like five seconds and then do it again and then do it again like and that's that's what I like working how I like working I like switching it up pretty consistently but I'm I'm a weight I like weightlifting cardio is not my jam that that stair challenge nearly killed me and Jordan throwing her water at me (laughs) was very difficult and very uh, not coordinated (laughs) then she almost fell on the machine next to me oh no (laughs) and i can't breathe as it is okay so i do have to tell this story but i love the challenge too so i get done and i trip because i'm going so fast and valerie looks over and i start laughing so hard i spit like i had pre-workout stuff in and i spit it all over the machine (laughs) And all oh. over the floor, and we had oh, to mop no. it up. Like that's it was, brutal. It was awful, embarrassing. But yeah, and then Val was like, "Don't look at it." Don't look at me. I can't look. Look, I got twenty floors <laughs> left. Let me go. Oh no. Okay, Ashley, are you ready for your your end question? Yeah. I'm a little nervous. But yes. Oh, no, no, no. First off, okay, this is a little bit of a shout out to Annie F. Downs because she asked this to people a lot. And I just think it's a very wise question to ask. Okay. Um, so what do you know about God as a married person that we don't know yet? Or that you so, how do you know God differently? How, what do you know that you didn't know before? So the, this is going to sound really weird, but his faithfulness. And it, you, everyone, single, married, in a relationship, who cares? Everyone's always going to say God's faithful, right? And that's just, that's just how it is. God is faithful. But you don't really like, as, as someone who wants to be married and that is, that is their goal is that's, you know, that's the dream that they have. You never really appreciate that faithfulness in the relationship aspect until you are married. And I mean, granted, not everyone wants to get married and that's fine. You'll see God's faithfulness in other ways that satisfy you. But for me, this was 
this was God's faithfulness to me. I was so picky about men growing up and dating all these guys. And I thought, you know, twice, three times that I found the one and they checked all these boxes or whatever. But the more I got to know Mark and during our engagement and the first, what, two and a half ish months of be- three and a half months of being married, um, it's, it's becoming more and more evident that there are so many things in Mark that I didn't know I needed in a relationship and God provided those. And it's just, you know, you don't trust yourself in relationships much, especially like when you've been burned so many times. And as you dive deeper into this intimate relationship with somebody, you start understanding why you went through those relationships and what God had in store for you and the patience that you had to have to get to that point. And yeah, I've only been married for three and a half months, but there's just this sense of peace that came with the marriage that is just like, this is only God. Like this is, this was divinely created for me. And I think that's what I've learned most about God is that, yeah, we'll say day in, day out, no matter where we are in life, that God is faithful. But for certain people, there, there are moments that you just like, yes, this is God's faithfulness. This is how God is faithful to me. For me, God showed his faithfulness by giving me Mark. And that was, that was it for me. And I'm not, I'm not saying that God can't provide more and that there, he's not going to be faithful in other aspects of my life. But in my marriage so far, this, this is what I've learned more about God is don't doubt God's plan. He is faithful. He is faithful. So that's that. Awesome. That's, that's what I have to say. (laughs) That's awesome. Yep. I like it. That's really cool. Like the advice. Yes. Um, be be patient. Jordan. Okay. Jordan. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for calling calling, me out. calling you out. It's fine. I'm patient. But okay, I did see I did see a question on here and I, I am curious to know your answers. Okay. Do you do you wanna get married? Like what are like how as as you know, mid thirties, early to mid thirties ladies, like how what is what is how 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 are you seeing God in this? Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I can go. Go ahead. I you mean, and it's honestly it's changed a little bit over the years. I've kind of had a very realistic <laughs> thought about it. It's um, I know that God is going to bring the people, whether friends, boyfriends family, whatever it is into my life that he knows I need at that current time. And, you know, I don't feel like it's one of those things that where God is saying, no, you should never be married. It's very much like, it's just not time yet. And so I know that, you know, somewhere down the road, you know, my knight in shining armor that's stuck in a tree somewhere, (laughs) he'll eventually fall out and find me. But <laughs> I'm not, it's, it's not something I'm, I worry about on a daily basis. It's something I go every now and then I'll think about it and be like, yeah, I still kind of want that, but I'll, I can wait. It's not that big of a deal. It, it's one of those yeah. things like I can wait. Like I would rather wait for the right person than settle for somebody God didn't intend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd rather trust him in that. I trusted him this far and everything else with my life and so I'd rather just keep it going (laughs) good I like that answer yeah um yeah I think mine's just kind of you know I'm finally in a place where I feel like I am content where I'm at um I mean I do want to be married I'm not like I do um that's always been a desire of mine but I think the difference has shifted from before I felt like I wanted to be married and I'm gonna find this person And that's, you know, it was like, I had to be good enough to be married. And I don't feel that way anymore. I feel like it's just more of a, if I find someone who matches my vibe, I feel like I'm, I mean, okay, this is not, this is public knowledge. I don't care who knows this. Like, it took me a long time to heal. Like, I I need a lot of time of growing past my last relationship to go, okay, I'm willing to put myself out there again, because that's not easy for me to get hurt. So I mean, I'm at a place where like, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to put myself out there, but I'm also not devastated when things don't work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I know that God, if it's for us, he'll bring it to us. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's accurate. That is very, very accurate. Not closed off to the idea, though. No. Never closed off right. to the no. idea. No. No, no, no. And I, have, I will say, like, currently, over the past, like, several months, I'm more along the lines of, okay, if someone asks, I, I probably will give them a chance, depending on who Some they are. people. Yeah. Like, if we have a similar vibe and you ask, like, I will probably give you a chance to, like, at least, like, talk to me. But. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Same. I'm not going to shut down opportunities, but I'm not. I'm also not really. I think that's the difference, too. Like, I am not really drawn if I don't think that I'm. Uh, if there's not a no. chance I'm going to marry you, I'm not going to mess with you. Yeah. No. And that's. Oh, honestly, yeah, no, that's that's where I was when I went, Mark. I was just kind of in this, like, the, like joining you know, get you know getting on tinder and bumble or whatever it was <laughs> and being on there for like a week or two and be like nah never mind just kidding but if something were to come along like oh so and so is going to introduce me to so and so i'll give it a shot yeah and exactly. you know and i did and i was at a place in 2019 where i was just, you know coming off the best summer of my life <laughs> thanks sod poodles um and you know feeling my most confident in myself and I think that's what kind of, it was one of those right time, right people type moments. And God just provided that timing for me because yeah. he knew I was ready. It was like, yeah, you are content. You're mm-hmm. at a good place where you are able to be flexible in these things and blah, 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 blah. So boom, here's your husband. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why I got engaged so fast because I didn't doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I look to be too. I mean, I'm like, once I find someone, I'm... I'm not going to stay dating forever. It's going to be like, okay, what's this about? Let me, let me figure out, (laughs) let me figure out what's going on. Okay. I'm done. I like it. I don't want to date around. I don't, I, I'm not. No, no, I'm dating. I, and I I don't know. I've always dated for marriage for the most part. I will say college, maybe not so much just because I didn't want to get married and have to follow a man, but, (laughs) but I've always for the most part had it in the back of my head. Like, okay, I'm not just going to date you to date you. Like I'm going to date you because I think that you might be the person for me yes yeah yeah because because i'm not gonna trust anybody far enough that i can throw them if i don't think i'm gonna be able to marry them like no <laughs> well, awesome we well we, 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 we made we, it awkward we very much made it awkward that's <laughs> yeah, why i, I didn't good. say it with you guys because i wanted to make it awkward by not saying it with you okay.